What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered, episode number 175. We're here on Tuesday, April 14th, day almost 30, I think, yeah. of the national lockdown, yeah. right? So before we get into the 2020 election news, which there's been a lot of over the past few days, uh, let's talk about the latest concerning the coronavirus. Have some great news that Boris Johnson was released from yes, the hospital. Very good news. But he reportedly almost died. Really? Came very wow. close to dying. Wow. Yeah, apparently uh, 10 Downing Street was in, like, cabinet prayers for, for him to die. Oh, wow. No, no, no. Like, they oh. were literally sitting in the room Last praying rights? for him oh. not to die. Oh, my God. And uh, he came very close, but he survived and was released from the hospital. So That's good. Uh, that's really good news. Thank God. We yeah. love Boris. Biggest news is yesterday, the press conference that occurred. Yes. Um, <laughs> the president has had enough of the bullshit from the liberal media. Yeah. And uh, he basically put together a video of their words, yeah, their words, yep. and their reporting, and played it back. And now the media says this is propaganda. Okay. <laughs> because, because they don't like their own words being used against them. Yeah. Because all they do is lie. Yeah. They didn't like that one bit. And uh, well, CNN had a had, had they a had a meltdown. They had a conniption fit. They had a meltdown right after <laughs> right after it was over. You turned yeah. to CNN and their eight person panel, all in different boxes, of course, because yeah. they're not together, are sitting there flipping out and having a meltdown yeah. <laughs> because the president used his own yeah. words against the them. The president keeps receipts, people. Yeah, he keeps the receipts. So he's. Got I mean, <laughs> and let's listen to, uh, to this clip where he calls them out. For Democrats and the liberal media criticizing him for closing down travel from China when he did, which, as we've talked about, yeah. saved many lives. Many lives. Many, roll many that, lives. <laughs> roll that clip. How come Nancy Pelosi, a month later, is in Chinatown saying, let's all march, this is not going to happen? How come we have many of the experts from CNN and many other networks, if you call CNN a network, I don't personally, but we have CNN, we have many other places, and they're all saying he doesn't need to do it. He doesn't need to do it. All I'm saying is this. How do you close down the greatest economy in the history of the world when on January 17th you have no cases and no death? When on January 21st you have one case and no death. One case. Think of that. Now, we're supposed to close down the country, but here's what happened. When on January 31st I instituted the ban, Joe Biden went crazy. He said, you don't need the ban. You, he didn't go crazy. Like he, just, he didn't even know what the hell the ban was. But he, so he didn't go crazy. But he did say, he did call me xenophobic. Wait a minute. He called me xenophobic. He called me a racist. Because he has since apologized and he said I did the right thing. So when you say, why didn't you this? Every Democrat thought I made a mistake when I did it. I saved tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of lives by hooding I mean, what do they, what do they yeah. think? They go on TV and say these things. There's video. How dare like, you video. use your own words against us? How dare you? Well, no, use his, <laughs> use their words against them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just crazy. And you have also Paula Reed, uh, who is of CBS, is uh, a total fucking fake hack. Fake news CBS. I mean, where's Major Garrett when you need him? At least he's somewhat reasonable. Yeah. This woman goes in there and she asked why there are, there are no consequences for China, which, interestingly enough, 10 minutes earlier, they were complaining about how the president calls it the Chinese virus. Exactly, I know. Right? But now they're asking him why there's no consequences for China. Let's listen to his response. Why are there no consequences for China for the misinformation that they share? How do you know there are no shared? consequences? We have been asked today. How do you know there, there are no consequences? What are the consequences, Mr. President? I wouldn't the tell you. China will find out. But why would I tell you? People are concerned that they stole. No, you started off by saying, "Why are there no consequences?" You've asked this a few times. So follow up on your response. Why are there no consequences? How do you know China? there are no consequences? You You're going to find out. I wouldn't tell you. You'd probably be the last person on earth I'd tell. I love that he rips yeah. into her. He goes. Yeah. How do you know there's no consequences? <laughs> I wouldn't tell a person like you. You would be the last to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was just on a roll nonstop yesterday. Yeah. And and he also showed the Dems praising him, mm -hmm. which yeah. is another key aspect yeah. of this, right? And like it, Cuomo and Newsom, who, abs who just can't stand them politically. 
Yeah. But they're they're saying, yeah, he's been responsive. He's yeah, been, and, and Cuomo, over the weekend, when he was asked about this, said, quote, I've worked very hard with the president of the United States. We've had our political differences in the past, no doubt. But there's also no doubt that I've worked hand in glove with the president here. He's been responsive to New York, responsive to New York's needs, and he's done it quickly and he's done it efficiently. Yeah. I've literally had conversations with him in the morning where he turned around a decision by that afternoon. I've been in the federal government. I know what it's like to make a decision, and he's really responded to New York's needs. Yeah. And you know, he's so you getting, have that. And Cuomo's getting flat for being too soft with right. Trump. Right, which which is absolutely unbelievable in the face of this pandemic. But yeah, in the face of a crisis, we yeah. expect you to be yeah. uh, bald faced partisan. Exactly, that's what they're saying. But I like how he's like, no, no, I, listen, I'm. T-, but he's like, no, I'm still tough from the president. We we don't have chitty chats. Yeah, so said, we don't have a chitty chat. But you know, I I asked him and he and he's been responsive. So well, it's you a good see, working relationship. you see what they're trying to do here. They're trying to drive a wedge in every working relationship that the president has. Yeah. Well, from and, the governors. Yeah. To his health officials yeah. with Dr. Burks and especially Dr. Fauci, yeah. which we're going to talk just, about in a second. And not just any go- – I mean governors from two of the most powerful states in the country. Right. Economically right. too. So I mean it's it's not like these The are only like, one who had know, a big issue was Whitmer from yeah, Michigan who's, who's got absolute, her own problems. Who's an absolute ma- – first of all – you know, She's v- a tyrant. VP talk. You know, those yeah. are VP- I think that might have been premature because she's oh, an think? absolute mess. <laughs> absolute mess. She's banning like – people can't garden anymore for some odd reason. That was one of the – Oh, yeah. You can't, you can't buy seeds. Yeah. You can't buy car seats. Yeah. You Pe- can't buy anything, quote, non-essential. Yeah. And people from Wisconsin can't go to their lake homes, but people from Illinois apparently can. <laughs> yeah, well <laughs> – I mean – we're in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Dad. That's all right. <laughs> My roommate was nice enough to let me know there was a package. That's really funny. <laughs> you could just leave it there. <laughs> um, but, I mean, look at Whitmer, right? She's basically, oh, she's going to be VP. Yeah. Not so much. Not so much. Not Apparently so much. she's good at fishing she, potholes, but that's about it. No, she's not even good at that. You know where you know where Flint is, right? Oh, it's a disaster. Flint's in Michigan. Still yeah, a mess. still a mess. She right? actually got didn't she get re uh, elected based on her promise to fix Flint? Yeah. Still hasn't it's done. Still it still hasn't been fixed. Still hasn't done. And it. then she wants to, she bans hydroxychloroquine and then like thirty six hours later she reneges on that. She goes back on that. It, it's a mess. Well she doesn't know what she's doing. Total amateur. As Trump yeah. said yesterday, yeah. it's become very obvious quickly who knows what they're doing. Yeah. And we may have differences, but who but doesn't know what they're doing and has no clue? Yeah. And he was very clear yeah. about that. And he's like, maybe one day we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I love the other day when he's like, I know, you don't know, and I'm not going to tell, tell you, you, but I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> about Joe Biden and yeah. Obama. Yeah. And, and we're going to talk about that a little yeah, more later. Yeah, but later. Cuomo and de Blasio also have a feud here now, too. It's very interesting how... Well, they've never gotten along to begin with. Right, right. Yeah. But it's very interesting how you even have, like, you know, the cross-party fights between the leaders, but you also have the inter-party fights between yeah. the leaders. And you have uh, Bill de Blasio, uh, who on Saturday said that school children in New York City would not return to the classroom until the beginning of next school year in the earliest. But before the end of the day... Cuomo, who's the boss and has control yeah. over the city schools, yeah. reassured city residents that the mayor did not wield the power to make such a decision. <laughs> and he said there's been no decision on schools. <sighs> and he further characterized de Blasio's announcement as nothing more than, quote, an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean... That's too funny. And, and the, the best is the bottom line at the end. He said, when he was getting more and more questions on it, he said, quote... He didn't close them, and he can't open them. Yes, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Which that's true. also ties into the discussion we're having now with, you know, the press is, well, what's the president's power to flip on the switch and restart yeah. the country? Yeah. This is the same press that was criticizing him less than 10 days ago for not, quote, declaring a national yeah. lockdown. Yeah. When the, Trump says, the, I defer the, the, to the Constitution, yeah. right? Yeah. And then they get into this protracted back and forth yesterday about how – what power does the president have in this situation? And he said, and it, it was a little much, but he said that the president's power is absolute. Absolutely. And in and in a in a <laughs> time kidding. of a national emergency declaration, yeah, he's he somewhat correct. Yeah, he is. He's somewhat correct. Now, I understood what angle he was coming yeah. at this from. Yeah. Uh, understanding the structure of the Constitution and what he has as his powers. Versus federalism and all that, 
I understood what he was saying, but they took it to say, oh, he's the dictator. Yeah. I'm like, this is just another example. Although I would say I would not, I'll be okay with Trump as dictator. All right, let's slow the roll here. <laughs> but the, I mean, at the end of the day, these people who were trying to get a gotcha yeah. on him for federalism yeah. couldn't even tell you what federalism is I if know. you asked them. I know. That's yeah. like the reporter the other day when he asked that question about oil prices. Yeah. Trump asked him, oh, what did the price did it close at today? He didn't even fucking yeah, know. Yeah. These reporters are low-life scum. They're not even reporters. They're political propagandists they're and activists. Yeah, they're operatives. That come into the White House and they yeah. try to cause political strife. Except for OAN. Yeah, she asked yeah, a good question. Yeah, she has good. She has great. She's asking. There's great a few. There's a, there's great a few actually. good people in there. Yeah. But the, like the two. Like yeah. Two good yeah. people. But the but the repeat actors, the repeat yeah. offenders, we yeah. all know. Yeah. You know, you know Acosta. Apparently, this CBS woman. I mean, yeah. she's just the Karen they of should, all Karens. They should in there. put her in the back. I mean, put them. Get rid of them all. Yeah. Get rid of them all. You bring them in only virtually and yeah. pre-select the question. <laughs> yes, you can mute them. Yeah. I'm sorry. sorry you're is muted. that muted? It's muted. We're having technical difficulties. I mean, oh, and you. <laughs> everyone I've talked to, they value the press conference to get information from the president, the vice president, the task force, the, the medical admirals, yeah, officials, the, uh, the, admirals. the admirals. But the but they hate the way that the media acts in here. Yeah. And if anything, the media is only making themselves look worse. Yeah. I love yesterday when he was like, yeah, a question like that is exactly why the press's yours approval rating <laughs> is the worst it's ever been. And he loves saying that. <laughs> Times by three, probably. <laughs> but it's true. He said, he said, the people see through your nonsense. And yeah. it's 100% true. I, I've heard that from so many people who have maybe been political sideliners. They haven't really been, yeah. you know, interested in politics. Yeah. But they find what the media's been doing throughout this whole thing, and especially at these press conferences, totally abhorrent. And even Dr. Fauci yesterday. Yeah. So they, of course, are trying to gin up the, yeah. oh, Trump's going to fire they Fauci. They keep trying to make, oh, you know, Trump-Fauci a thing. It's it's never going to be that. Ever. Right. They keep, well, they keep poking the bear. Trump said, <laughs> Trump said, he's like, I walked in today. They say I'm going to fire this guy. I haven't even considered it. I'm not firing him. him. Yeah. yeah, I love him. I love him. I, I just, I just, you know, and then that's not enough. That's not enough yeah. for these people. So then Fauci goes up there and torches, absolutely torches someone in the press. This woman, the same woman, yeah, yeah, CBS, yeah. Yeah. Paula Reed. Is it Paul or Paula? I don't know. I got, I got two different things on here. P. Reed. Mr. Producer. Either way, this <laughs> this woman Reed, it's a woman. I know it's a woman, woman so it can't Reed. be Paul. It's got to be Reed, Paula. Reed, that Reed woman. But this this lady asked Fauci if the president hasn't listened to him. Oh my god. And he and he multiple times reiterated this. We have two different clips here. So let's listen to clip 1 where he says that the president has listened to the medical experts advice at every single turn, debunking the narrative that the president and him along with medical experts are at odds. The first and only time that Dr. Burks and I went in and formally made a recommendation to the president to actually have a, quote, shutdown in the sense of not really shutdown, but to really have strong mitigation. We discussed it. Obviously, there would be concern by some that, in fact, that might have some negative consequences. Nonetheless, the president listened to the recommendation and went to the mitigation. The next second time that I went with Dr. Burks into the president and said, 15 days are not enough. We need to go 30 days. Obviously, there were people who had a problem with that because of the potential secondary effects. Nonetheless, at that time, the president went with the health recommendations and we extended it another 30 days. So I can only tell you what I know and what my recommendations were. And then that wasn't enough. Yeah, no, no. That wasn't I know. enough. I know. Because then she asked if he was being, quote, coerced to stand up and basically do this on behalf of President Trump, saying everything's okay and the president's been listening at every turn. <laughs> and he had the best response. Yeah. You said there was pushback. Yeah. Where did that pushback come no, from? No, it wasn't. That was the wrong choice of words. You know what it was when people discuss 
not necessarily in front of the president. When people discuss, they say, well, you know, this is going to have maybe a harmful effect on this or on that. So it was a poor choice of words. There wasn't anybody saying, no, you shouldn't do that. Are you doing this voluntarily or did no, the president? No, I'm doing it. I, everything I do is voluntarily, please. Don't even imply that. The best was at the <laughs> the best was at the end. The best was at the end, and it was so Italian. Yeah. He's like, for you to even imply that is disgusting. And then he gave her like a three second death stare. Yeah. <laughs> I encourage you to go watch the video. He just glanced in yeah. her direction with a look of disgust. I mean, I've never seen Fauci that mad. He was well, definitely he's getting, pissed. I think he's getting tired of all the bullshit. He's had enough. Yeah. He's had enough. And, you know, we've talked about CNN having a meltdown here. Mm-hmm. Right after this press conference and during the press conference, they loaded these chirons, which the chirons are the little blurb that appears yeah. across the bottom of the yeah. television for people who aren't familiar with the, sl- the, the slang or the lingo or whatever there. These, these are the exact quotes that they put up there. And they want you to believe yeah. that they are a news organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First one, quote, angry Trump turns briefing into propaganda session. Mm, no. False. No. He wasn't <laughs> angry. Check, false. He wasn't angry. There well, are people who are angry, but it wasn't the president in that room. Well, he was a little angry. I'll give him a little. He was a little angry. But he deserves, Frustration. He Frustration. deserves to be angry and frustrated yeah. with how the press has operated during these times. He says it all the time, and I totally agree. Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice to have a fair press in this country? Yeah. It would be fantastic. Right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and also, someone tweeted this yesterday. I forget yeah. who it was. But wouldn't it be interesting... To have Biden do a press conference and have the press go at him like that. Oh he would have an God. aneurysm on the stage. Wouldn't be able to put sentences yeah. together. The, the hologram might break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Biden is a mess. Uh, but okay, here's here's number two, right? Quote, Trump refuses to acknowledge any mistakes. <laughs> I mean I mean look at Come it. on. <laughs> we could all play armchair president, yeah. as I've said many times yeah. here, but when you're the person making the decision it's completely different. Yeah, people for some reason don't seem to understand that. Yeah, and and he said yesterday, you're talking about shutting down a country. Yeah, I mean that's a that's the yeah. biggest decision we've never yeah. done something this like that. This is an age of empires, right? Like, you know, it's right. like it's stop. It's not a video game, right? Like, They're like, well, what were you doing in February? He's like, well, yeah. we can't just shut down the country when you're yeah. talking about low number of cases yeah. and deaths. People aren't going to react to that. Yeah, you saw people didn't even react. For a while, when it was done, when we were dealing with it wasn't rocketing until cases, about maybe two weeks after spring break. Yeah. So, like third, well, you t- third week in March was when. And you talk about serious. delayed responses. Yeah. New York. Oh yeah. Look at New York. Bill De Blasio is skirted is getting away with murder with what yeah. he's done. Yeah. Literally getting I mean, away with murder. And even when they did make the guidelines in New York, which was two weeks late. Yeah. You know, as late as February, yeah. Nancy Pelosi was in Chinatown saying, "Come on down, yeah. have a great time." Oh, yeah. <laughs> You know, you saw Trump, that video? Trump mentioned that. Yeah. Why was Pelosi in Chinatown saying, let's all march, this isn't going to happen here? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's 100% true. It's 100% true. Yeah. And they get away with murder up there. I mean, St. Patrick's Day weekend, the bars were packed yeah, in New York yeah, City. Yeah, bad. And by then, we had significant transmission. Yeah. So that wasn't Trump that told these people to go to the bars on St. No, Patrick's Day weekend no. and get wasted. And Trump closed down China. Yeah. Traveled to China on, on in, in late January. Late January. So – And closed down yeah. Europe in early March. Yep. I mean like it, these people – I you know, I would love to yeah. see how they would crumble yeah. under the pressure yeah. of being president. Yeah. I mean this guy, Trump has had things thrown at him like no president has seen yeah. before. And do they not remember that during this period between late January and early February, there was something called the – Hoax. The impeachment hoax was still going on. Well, you know, the, so he could. So there really wasn't a lot of, actually, there wasn't a lot of attention from anybody about what was going on in China, especially from the media. Well, the day that's supposed to be the first case arriving to the U.S. Mm-hmm. was the day that they marched those uh, impeachment articles uh, across yeah. into yeah. the Senate. Yeah, there you go. And then that led to a bullshit. Witch hunt distraction. It was a coup attempt. Let's not. Let's not. Yeah. It, it was a coup. How do you expect the president to be able to devote his full attention to a developing epidemic when he has an when, impeachment thing hanging around? Yeah, when you're trying to remove him from you office for yeah, nothing. You can't. And the whole media was focused on that. So it's right. not like there are like there's not like oh well, we were reporting on what was happening in China for months. No, you weren't. No, you fucking well, weren't. Not only that, 
Not we only were. were they not reporting, we were. <laughs> we were. Yeah, we were reporting what yeah. was happening. But they were actively working to cover it up yeah. with with the leadership of the WHO, yeah. the China Health Organization. Yeah, Wuhan Tetris. And we have a story here, which Katie wrote about on townhall.com. The WHO director, Wuhan Tedros, was exposed for covering up epidemics oh my. in 2017. Oh, my. And now GOP lawmakers are demanding answers from the WHO leader over the, quote, role in China's coronavirus propaganda campaign. And they said, quote, throughout this crisis, the WHO has shied away from placing any blame on the Chinese government, which is in essence the Chinese Communist Party. You, as the leader of WHO, even went as far to praise the Chinese government's transparency during the crisis, when in fact the regime has consistently lied to the world by underreporting their actual infection and death statistics. I would go further to say their complicit cover-up with the Chinese Communist Party of the beginnings of the entire outbreak. Yeah which we don't know the full result of yet, but there's rumors of an investigation that's occurring within the United States on where it actually came from. Mm -hmm. The lead theory being that it escaped a lab. Not that it was man-made, that they were uh, doing research on bats. It got into a person and then, boom, out. Which is very believable. But if you say that, you're automatically a conspiracy theorist. Well, I mean, it wasn't really an accident. Who knows, right? I mean, I mean, who I, I, knows? I mean, honestly, it's not, it's not insane to think. Yeah, lizard people. That's insane to to think that, right. that that's real. Well, lizard Hillary, Hillary's much. a lizard person. Well, that, that, that might be true. Might yeah, be true. That might be true. There's been some hissing coming from. People are saying allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> the royal family might be lizard people too. That's why they killed Diana. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, Alex Jones. But the, they also in the letter. And I think this is key. Question WHO's decision to advise countries against restricting travel or trade with China. Yeah. I mean th- – Remember, the yeah. WHO criticized Trump oh, for yeah. shutting down the oh, Chinese. Yeah. It would create more panic. Yeah. Among and, other things. Yeah. And the WHO has not issued updated travel restrictions since February 29th. Oh, my God. And still, still has not recommended restricting international travel. I, I mean, what a joke. What's going what a on joke. there? This is why we should yank the funding. Yeah, I agree. Yank I the agree. funding until we get someone who's like legitimate up there. Like, yep. if, like you know, I don't know. I, I dare I say Dr. Burks or Dr. Fauci. Once yeah. this is all done. When this is all done. Right. And you now have the a- poll that came out yesterday suggesting that the media's efforts of promoting Chinese talking points here in the United States are failing miserably. Something that we've been working very hard to counteract and telling the truth yep. at townhall.com. But now we have 77% of Americans say China was responsible for the spread. Yes. Good. Which is a huge jump. Yes. Huge jump. Even 67% of Democrats, right? Yeah. And almost as many, 72% say the Chinese government has not been accurately reporting information. Even 66% of Democrats agree with that. So this is not just you know Republicans and independents here. And further – 54% of respondents say they agreed that China should be required to pay other countries for the spread of the virus, and a majority of independent voters expressed ex- expressed support for Chinese reparations. Even 41% of Democrats say that. Yeah. So now we're setting up where we have one candidate who is in bed with the Chinese, yeah. his whole family, especially his son, Hunter, hashtag where's Hunter, yeah. but – Versus President Trump, who's been the toughest on China as president that we've seen in a generation. Probably, yeah. So that's going to be key. And you saw they released that new ad. Yeah. The the devastating ad yeah. to Joe Biden. Why did Joe Biden's son, who has no financial world experience, get a billion dollars? Doesn't make much sense <laughs> yeah. to me. Yeah. So that's going to be a big sticking point in this election. I, I, I really hope that they make that a huge part of the overall strategy because that's one of biden's weakest yeah, points i think it is and it hasn't really been looked at and he hasn't been able to neutralize it for the past several months so right right i mean look at what the yeah. whole impeachment came out of yeah. right and that that damaged him just yeah. as much as it damaged the president I mean, it wasn't in fact majority, it helped yeah the i mean it was but. every single time that came up it was always it always ended up with where's hunter mm-hmm. and and hunter's uh you know fat cat contract with that corrupt oil company burisma mm-hmm. so yeah and excuse me. The real question here is where's all the people that tried to tell 
the world about what was happening in China. Well, I, I, I can tell you. No, I know, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. you know, these Chinese yeah. propagandists, these motherfuckers yeah. have the yeah. balls to go on Twitter, Twitter, yeah. a U.S. platform, yeah. which is banned in their own country, yeah. but they get special access, yeah. and spout Chinese propaganda misinformation. But yet Twitter attacks conservatives mm-hmm. in this country for what we post. Yeah, I know. So I, I, I just don't get it. But the the lead Chinese propagandist was on Twitter talking about how the U.S. is responsible for the outbreak, which yeah, is laughable. So then one of the FCC commissioners, Brendan Carr, a great, great conservative, he, uh, he posed eight brutal questions to this Chinese propagandist, which then resulted in him getting blocked by the guy. But he asked about eight different people yeah. who raised alarms in the early goings or reported on what was happening in China that have now vanished. Yeah. Where do you think they are? Do you think they're in a camp or you I, think they're dead? I think they're dead. You think they're fully I think dead? they're dead. Yeah. Possible. I think – I mean I think some of them are probably clinging to life somewhere mm-hmm. in some hole. But yeah, I think a lot of them died. They are you know, vloggers, people that post to yes. YouTube. Citizen journalists, mm-hmm. doctors who tried yeah. to raise the red flag and yeah. document the ground conditions in Wuhan yeah. as they were engulfed with the disease. Yeah. In the lead up to the lockdown, where yeah. 5 million people left that city and which led to the global pandemic that we're experiencing now. I mean, we're never going to get the real truth. No. I've resigned that's, to that. That's the pro- yeah, it's, 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 and we'll never know what happened to these people. Yeah. But, I mean, if, if it was just a, you know, reasonable thing that happened... They wouldn't be going to these lengths, yeah. right? Yeah. Like they would still do you know, certain stuff, but they wouldn't be going to these lengths to do this kind of cover-up. They covered it up from the beginning. So there's something there, and we're going we're gonna to find out what it is, hopefully, as, as a U.S. The intelligence community is yeah. investigating, and we'll so see. they'll find something. We'll see. Get those staffers. Well, I can't really send any staffers over there now, but— Right. And this all leads to kind of the point where we're at now where— we need to figure out when we're going to reopen the country. Yeah. I mean, it's we're getting to the point now where we need to figure out a plan for that. Yeah. And uh, Trump is obviously pushing to get it open as soon as possible, but you also have to make sure that we don't do it too soon, right? Mm-hmm. You want to yeah. do it. And in areas where there's no outbreak, it has to be. You could do it. It has to be phased in. You could do it, but but in areas yeah. where there's significant yeah. significant number of cases, like the tri-state area, you can't you can't just flip the switch. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, and and he said, "quote I hope to God I make the right decision." Yeah, and it's the biggest decision of his presidency, yeah. right here. Yeah, I mean, what do you what do you think is a reasonable approach here? It's it's going to be a very phased in, you know, easing back. I mean. Right now, Texas is laying out a blueprint mm-hmm. for reopening its economy. And, and even Greg Abbott, Governor Abbott, said this is not going to be a rush to open the floodgates pretty much. It'll be very, very slow mm-hmm. in terms of – so I think that should be maybe a basis for for how we should do things here. Yeah, but, that, uh, but at the same time, Texas doesn't have a lot of hotbeds in, in the likes of uh, – you know, New York. Right. They, the only have, they only have like yeah. a, a moderate Yeah, about there. maybe a little under 14,000 cases. Still a mm-hmm. lot, but it's not the well, 100,000 plus, yeah. you know. that. But you know, the, the New York area is going to have to be – that's going to be like the last, I think, to really get things going. Yeah, I agree. Which, is, the whole which also area. is not good because that's where a lot of the economic engine. opportunity is. Yeah, is, it's the biggest you know? engine. Yeah. It's the heart of our – you know, Wall Street and everything. It's the heart of our economy there. So, right. Well, the good thing is, is that the markets have still been trading. They have. So that's yeah. not – They're doing you know, it digitally, doing it from yeah. home, which is good. But we, we need to – something – I hate to say it, but it might be in a case where like until we get a vaccine, nobody can really fully get back to work in New York City. Well, it's possible. It's possible. I mean there's – I think there's a that's lot of – very doomsday by the way. No, I know. But I also think there's a lot of misconception out there that once we reopen, yeah. things are going to go back to as they were in like February. No. But that's not going to happen, no. right? No. There's not going to be massive sporting no. events. There's not going to be massive concerts. Yeah. We need to figure out what to do about bars and restaurants. Yeah. You can't have people standing crowded no. next to each other, right? Like you yeah. can have people in to sit down at tables yeah. and you can have them eat. And yeah. and you could you could arrange the restaurant whatever in a way the to fire whatever the fire capacity you know the fire code to the fire code whatever the capacity is they bars cut might, it in half might, yeah exactly cut it in half at least but like do you allow bars that that 
people stand next to each other like that? I don't know that you do. I, yeah. I like, I don't even know what you do about yeah. those kinds of situations, right? Yeah. Like, we're not going to – people say, oh, I can't wait to party when this yeah. is over. And believe me, I'm right there with yeah. you. But but really, will you be able to have massive yeah. parties? I'm not sure. Everybody, There's still – like, what's yeah. the cap going to be with the CDC? There's still so many questions yeah. to be answered. And you're absolutely right about, you know, sporting events and concerts. Yeah. Like, first of all, concerts are, probably won't be back until fall of 2021. That's what I've heard. Which sucks because um, I was supposed I to go Motley to a great Crue. concert in yeah. in August. Yeah. Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, yeah. and Joan Jett. Awesome. I mean, I've been waiting years to go yeah. see these people. Yeah. So but, that might be put on. And also, people don't have you know disposable income at at, at present. Right. Know? Right. People are hurting. Right. Well, I so. mean, it's at the at the end of the day, you have to balance the economy and the health aspect, which yeah. is tough to do. I mean, they're in a shitty situation. Yeah. It's like bad. it's bad. So, and I get that people are people are raring to go back and and do everything as they used to, but you still have the risk of infection yes. ravaging the entire country. Yeah. We still don't have a vaccine. We still the the best defense we have right now is staying home. Right, but and, but it could also be, and there's been theories tossed around about this. Yeah, what if the virus has been running rampant since November? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've, what I've if seen that? I mean, the Washington Post what if the did a infection, fake news story about that. Though. Yeah. Like, yeah. What if the infection rate is actually way higher? Yeah. And so many people have had it already. Yeah. And but have the antibodies now? Right. Well, we yeah. need an antibody we need, test. Well, that antibody yeah. test is going to be a, a huge step towards sifting but also, all this. But also, we don't even know <clears throat> if you me. do have the antibodies. Yeah. Do are you protected? Yeah. We don't know that for sure. Yeah. So like you there's could, you, yeah it could be a situation where like, you so can get many really un- sick but you don't die from it because still you know, so many unknowns it's yeah. I mean it's gonna be a while it's like, a new virus I hear a lot of you know like I I talk to people constantly every day that are just like I can't wait to go back to normal well the the normal is gonna be a new normal yeah. it's not gonna be the old normal it's gonna be until we get a full vaccine that could be distributed to the United States yeah to everyone yeah it's not gonna be the old normal yeah so. I think a lot of and people need for to this readjust. Strain too. Remember, there's about several strains of this coronavirus. Right. Which means right. that we need to have a vaccine for every single strain. Similar that similar to what we do for the seasonal flu. It's going to be a seasonal thing, folks. You're going to get your flu shot and you're going to get your COVID shot. Yeah. You're going to get two shots. Yeah. Now, again, when that happens, it, it is. It'll be quote unquote normal. But until we get to that point, we're going to have to be a little more careful where we go. I mean, it's going to suck. It's yeah. gonna suck. The whole thing sucks. Yeah. I mean, although I did tell my dad when Eli Manning is inducted into the Giants Ring of Honor, I will I will risk getting COVID going to Met. That's Stadium. if they even have no, crowds no, of football really, games. No. I mean, eighty thousand people at and at, also at the link. Who knows? Oh my god! I mean, god. they'll try. I mean, I'm sure they'll try to play the season. Yeah. But who knows if crowds are going to be involved? Yeah. Probably no like, fans. The real money is in the TV contract. Yeah, exactly. So but, they'll still be able to. Yeah. But yeah, it's better than nothing, though. Better than nothing. I mean, we're missing all this baseball. The Yankees oh were supposed god. to win the fucking World Series yeah. this year. Terrible. Yeah. Unbelievable. But uh, real quick to close this out, yeah, yeah, President sure. Trump's quote, I think, is is spot on. And he, he's, he knows that this is the biggest decision and will also have a huge effect on re-election. He said, quote, I want to get the economy open as soon as possible. I'd love to open it. I've not determined anything yet. The facts are going to determine what I do. This is the biggest decision of my life. The American people have been so disciplined. It's been my honor to be their president. I've said it before, I'll say it again, and I'll say it always. It's been my great honor to have been their president and have a big decision coming up. I only hope to God that it's the right decision. It'll be based on input from a lot of very talented people, a lot of very smart people, and people who love our country. And they're putting together a great all-star team of people throughout the economy. Yeah. From the financial sector, healthcare sector, you know, travel and tourism, service industry, manufacturing, all these great people they're bringing together. But the the opposite side of this is you have leaders who are acting like dictators at the state level. Yeah. Like we talked about Whitmer. I mean, and you also have governors like in Kentucky who are directing law enforcement to crack down on people exercising their freedom of religion. A pastor in, and also in Mississippi, they were going to hold a drive-in church service, which allowed people to keep their distance from one another while listening to a sermon from their vehicles. And I think they can also get um, communion. But the local police got wind of that and showed up to block them. And they took down license plates, I heard. Yeah. And they were they told the pastor that, quote, rights were suspended 
under a statewide uh, well, woo, under that, a statewide yeah. uh, coronavirus yeah. stay at home order. But unless you're in full martial law from yeah. the president, that doesn't mean your constitutional rights are suspended. The state doesn't have the right. Yeah. To block constitutional I, rights. Yeah, I I see both sides. I'm sorry, I see both sides to this. I, I'm 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 a little more as you probably have known. I'm a little more authoritarian in the office than most. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um but listen, we have the rights argument, but we also have this other argument that we're, we're on a clock right now. In four to six weeks, we have major businesses are going to go away if we don't get things going Whoa. again. Yeah, we, but, we need so that's so that's one thing we also have to hold in the balance. This is not like yeah, everything's hunky dory. I'm like not we, saying the more people stay the fuck home and follow these rules, the quicker we can yes, get to the map families, to getting back. Families to that are sheltering in place together, that go into a car yeah. to go sit into a parking lot, there's no viral risk there. Yeah, I'll, again, I see both sides, but there, the, the, there but are it, good people. But in on this both case, sides. there is no there is no <laughs> other side because I could see if you were getting people together inside of a church all together, but which cars, they're doing by the way. Well, they shouldn't be doing they, that. They, but they're doing that but by the way. Cars that the family units get into, they're all living with each other anyway. Mm-hmm. They get into, they don't go interact with anybody else. They just go to listen to the sermon, and that's it. I I don't find any virus here. The they're they're. But trying, what do they do after? But what do they do after? I don't go know. back home. See, I don't know if they do that. I don't. Well, there's see, nothing else to I, I do. Don't, I don't trust. There's don't nothing tr- else to do. do. Ever, what else to... are they going to do? Go drive around? They can still drive around. That's the other thing. These fucking states with their tyrants saying you can't go drive around by yourself? Are yeah. you fucking kidding me? That is unconstitutional. Let me tell you something. They try to do that here in Virginia. I'm going and fucking driving around. I don't even want to go drive around, but I'll go drive around to throw up my middle finger to the fucking coon man. Coon man's not going to tell me what I have to do. Uh, listen, I I get the whole public health argument, and I back that to an extent, but we are letting them take too much power, and they're never going to let it go. You know they'll never let it go, no. especially no. the liberals. You yeah. have you have conservatives that'll give the power willingly back to the people, yeah. but you have wannabe tyrants here. These people back socialist ideas. It's not crazy to think that they're gonna try to keep these powers and capitalize on them in the future. You know what's to stop them from saying, "Oh, there is an emergency with climate. You can't drive your car," right? Well, that's not gonna happen. Well, no. you say that now. It's not gonna. Happen. But we also two weeks ago didn't think that the governors would be using police to stop people from going to worship. Listen. What's there, next? When there is a they're narrative, trying, look, when, look when, it, when you have twelve hundred people congregate, and first of all, there's there's there there is a black pastor who said he would go to church until jail or hospital. He died. He did so, die. Yeah. So I'm just saying there. But it's but not look like. At, <laughs> but look at what they're doing with the Second Amendment. They're yeah. closing down gun shops. Guns, I know. Yeah, I right. Know, yeah. These are. This is all tied together. I mean, the they're well, letting that people. Is, that is ridiculous. They're letting people out of prison. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Too. What? That's ridiculous too. I don't give a shit yeah. if they could get corona. Yeah. And it's not give just, them fucking yeah, corona. It's not people who like took a pair of sunglasses off the off the rack at Walmart, folks. They're letting out child rapists back into the wild. Oh yeah. So they let out a guy yeah. who was a serial home robber. Yeah. Lots of robbery charges. What did he do the night he got out of fucking jail? Went and robbed the house and got arrested. Yeah, so those two things I absolutely agree. I I, I think are ridiculous. Apparently they're thinking of letting Harvey Weinstein out, but he already had it. Why would you let let him out? Also, he's He's, a rapist. He's he's a rapist. He's also infected with the virus. You can't can't move him around. So see, now you're coming around to the... (laughs) No, except for the the, the prison and the gun thing. But other stuff, I don't know. I'm I'm more of... We'll see. People will (laughs) absorb as much power as they possibly can, which is why we need to make sure that they understand this is temporary. And if they don't abide by the temporary status, there will be consequences. Or to quote a movie title, there will be blood. There will be blood. <laughs> um, Once we got President Trump there for it. Yeah, he but... At school, and then you, right, s- you, s- but, then but you look, send in the 101st Airborne to look, set things the right. The Department of Justice is now stepping in on this, and they're saying that this is unconstitutional, and they're going to release guidelines sometime this week in relation to what okay. law enforcement okay. can and cannot See, do on, on worship. Yeah. I mean, that's crushing of religion. Well, what that you cop know, said... You know, what that cop said was not... He, there, right. There's a better way to frame that. Yeah. Your rights are suspended. I mean, God, good, dear God. No, well, that, yeah, that's typical, you know. know. But, typical top, you know, top, you know, tough guy cop talk whatever the fuck right but there's a lot of tyrants that would love to do that kind of shit so that's all i'm saying is there's there's a big issue here with ceding all this power and then expecting it to come back just easily so and you have the speech police 
right? Yeah. Let's talk about Bill Maher. Well, this we agree on. Well, yeah, yeah. So he uh, said that, of course, we have China to blame for this, and it's not racist to do so. Let's listen to the best part of his show here where he talks about there's people who would rather die from this virus than call it the wrong name. This is about facts, you know? So he, he said, quote, when someone says, what if people hear Chinese virus and blame China? The answer is we should blame China, not Chinese Americans, but we can't stop telling the truth because racists get the wrong idea. Let's listen to that. Seriously, it scares me that there are people out there who would rather die from the virus than call it by the wrong name. This isn't about vilifying a culture. This is about facts. This is about life and death. We're barely four months into this pandemic and the wet markets in China, the ones where exotic animals are sold and consumed, are already starting to reopen. The PC police say it's racist to attack any cultural practice that's different than our own. I say liberalism lost its way when it started thinking like that. And it's 100% the truth. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Bill Maher now has been has been called yeah. a absolute racist by the yeah, left yeah, for this. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's very few things that Bill Maher is right on. He's yeah. right on free speech yeah. in general. He has right very good views on political that. correctness. Political correctness. I mean, I tie that all yeah. into uh, kind of the same uh, thing. Radical but Islam. terrorism. Yeah, Islam's yeah. the other thing. Yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. Other than that, he's a radical liberal. But he he called him out here, and and he he went through his, the whole segment's about five minutes, and I encourage you watch it. Yeah. I'm sure you can find it's it. It's his it's his last little uh, opinion soundbite before he closes the show. Right, so, yeah. and he runs through. He says, yeah. "Why would we not call it the Wuhan virus? Yeah. That's where it came from." And he runs through all the viruses of yeah. named after where they came from. Yeah, Lyme's disease is from yeah. Lyme, Connecticut. Lyme, yeah, do you think they'd be ticked <laughs> off if they? <laughs> yeah, that was that was a good yeah. pun. <laughs> So let's let's talk a little more about politics here, and then and then we'll wrap up the show. So, yeah. uh, Bernie endorses Biden. I, I mean, I, I don't have I mean, much more on that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think it's really gonna. I mean, if you're of a revolutionary mindset, like 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 a diehard progressive is. Why would you still vote? You're not going to vote for Biden. It also looked like a terrorist video with he because he was reading from yeah, a teleprompter. Did, let's yeah. let's listen to that real quick. Well, uh, Bernie, I want to thank you. Uh, um, uh, for that, it's it's a, it's a big deal, um, and uh, you know, uh, I think that uh, your endorsement means a great deal. It means a great deal to me. I think people are going to be surprised that we are apart on some issues, but we're awfully close on a whole bunch of others. And uh, and I think you've made. I'm if if I am the nominee, which it looks like now you just made me. Um, I. Uh, I'm going to need you, not just to win the campaign, but to govern. I mean, he it's was... It's not good. It's not good. No, yeah. I mean, it's a half-assed He's not behind it. Yeah. He's obviously not behind it. And he's he betrayed behind, the entire progressive yeah, movement. He's behind the idea of beating Trump, and that's basically yeah. it. So, you know yeah. what? Listen, Bernie said he was going to do it during the debates. You know, he did it, and now he's probably going to go away. I, well, I shouldn't say that. He's probably going to help Biden a little... Well, maybe. I don't know. Will he? He really didn't help Clinton? Uh... I mean, what, literally the did, entire did Democrat mean, apparatus wait, tried wait, wait, to wait, drag wait. Clinton's lifeless body over the finish line. Wait, are you saying that Obama didn't help Clinton? No, no. Uh, Hillary? Uh, no, 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 Bernie. Because we're talking about Bernie's endorsement of Oh, Biden. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, mean, do you th- I mean, did he? <laughs> well, Bernie, Bernie held out. Yeah, that was the biggest that, yeah. damage that he did. It yeah. wasn't really more about helping. It was more about damage. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, why would you? Why, why would you? I mean, honestly. I don't know. I... I, I I feel like I mean he can't if it if it's if it's milk toast he was and, promised, and half-hearted. I mean it's, he was he promised something. Go. He was promised something. Oh my god! If Secretary, it's quid pro quo. Probably <laughs> it could be or like oh labor yeah. or something where he can affect his fucking communist yeah. change on the yeah. United States. He had to have been promised something. something. Yeah. Or money. Or yeah. could have been money. Hey, listen, <laughs> he can buy a third summer home. Oh, a fourth. A fourth. fourth oh yeah, five. Yeah, I forgot yeah, he has yeah, three homes. Yeah, yeah, fourth summer home. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah, that's all I got to say about that. It's meh. Yeah. 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 I mean, at the end of the day, Bernie's just a sellout, just like the rest of them. There's a great meme going around that has uh, Frank Reynolds from uh, It's Always Sunny. He's like, you see it every cycle. Some lowlife runs, drops out of the race, and gets a big payout of dough. Takes a real lowlife scumbag to do something like that. And then there's a picture of him with Bernie Sanders at one of his rallies because he endorsed him. 
<laughs> I mean, he's really just a low-life scumbag who's in it for the money. But his ideas won, yes. which is problematic. Very and, problematic. Uh, Joe Biden can't sell that agenda. Mm-hmm. He can't. And the it's, former, it's, it's not in his DNA. He's not a leftist. The former Bernie staffers and all the progressive organizations are pissed. Yeah. They're all pissed. Sean King, you know, half black, half oh, white, yeah. or the white guy, whatever yeah. you want to call him, he said he had to stop watching the live stream. He said, quote, I can hardly believe what I'm watching. In his conversation with Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden is clearly reading from a teleprompter. It's supposed to be a conversation. I've never seen this happen in my entire life. <laughs> Former National Press Secretary Brianna Joy Gray. I don't know. If, I mean, I don't know if there's a misspelling in her name or if she just spells it all fucked yeah. up. She she said she's not endorsing Biden because he does not support Medicare for all. I mean, David Sirota, campaign speechwriter, said he hopes Biden does not quote try to prove to donors and the mythical GOP swing voters that he isn't progressive. And Democratic Socialists of America simply said they will not endorse Joe Biden. So what we've said is going to happen there's a never with this Joe. splintering. Yeah, there's a Never Joe movement. Yeah. And it's, it's a sizable chunk. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, I, I think, anywhere from 6 to 8%. Yeah. That is, and, and, and in key states, that's going to be a lot. And in, in 2016, it, it was enough for for Hillary to lose. So, yeah. Um, especially with the, the whole fu- – the, the, I mean that agenda – I mean the, the climate change agenda, we'll see what Biden really does with that now that he's going to be the nominee. We'll see what roadmap that is. I mean – If it is like an AOC-like Green green Deal bullshit, let me tell you, the Rust Belt ain't going to go for He's that. already screwed himself though because yeah. he said multiple times we're going to end fracking well, that, oh, and oil God. and gas exploration. Yeah. I mean you, you, yeah. you say that to win a primary yeah. – the video is still going to yeah. exist. Yeah. I mean, all Trump's got to do is throw $3 million on a 30-second campaign in the Rust Belt yeah. states of all that. And, yeah. that, I mean, that kills you. So yeah. it's good for us. Oh, great, great for us. For us but uh, but let's just, talk about what yeah. happened this morning real okay, quick. Yeah, sure. So we've got to wrap this up. For, yeah. Obama finally endorses yeah, Joe Biden. Yeah, finally got it done. And that's <laughs> going to be interesting to see. I mean, you know, finally he had no choice. I mean, he had no choice. Yeah, he's, he's the presumptive Dem nominee. Left. He's the last person left. And he did it via a video message. Oh, my God. Um, you know, I don't think it's going to matter that much. No. And I think they wasted a lot of political capital here. Yeah. Because doing this by video in the height of the coronavirus crisis where Biden's not even really campaigning. Yeah. I think it's wasted. Yeah. And again, it's, right? we have another like the, situ- yeah. like the questions were amplifying. Yeah. Why hasn't he done it? So yeah. I see that part of it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they wasted an opportunity. Waste, yeah. From him, like a political operative yeah, standpoint. For him like to we've, be, done, to, we've done that in the past. For him to come in as like the uniter. Right. I think that was probably going to be his, his game plan. But now that Bernie's gone and this whole thing's happened and everything's been accelerated, he endorsed them. I, again, like with Hillary, Obama tried to drag Hillary's lifeless you know, body across the finish line, he couldn't do it. How do you think he's gonna be able to do? Uh, you know, freaking you know Joe Dementia over here. Yeah, probably not. I don't know. And I again, don't know. it's you know, it's it, 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 people know that Biden is not Obama. Right. That 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 was a one time thing. I mean, mm-hmm. coalitions aren't transferable. It's very black and white. <laughs> and it's very interesting that Obama chooses now to do this as these sexual assault allegations are hanging around his neck. Yeah. Which is even worse. Yes. And the New York Times. Covering up for Joe Biden, yes. of course. What do you think of all that? I think, and the, they're in the comparison between that and how they handled the Kavanaugh situation. Oh well, the Kavanaugh, you know, remember it was gospel, even without evidence. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, well, you know, just because he was basically doing textbook sexual harassing behavior to other women with the smelling of the hair and the touching, and there's video, mean, yeah, there's, there's video, video and, and there's pictures with little girls, and little pictures, girls, you know, you know we, we can't do this. It's, just, it's absolute bullshit. There's yeah. more evidence. Backing up Tara Reid than there ever was for Blasey Ford, Swetnick, and um, mm-hmm. the Harvard girl. What was her name? One where he showed, allegedly shoved yeah, his dick in her face, yeah, yeah, yeah. which never uh, happened. Oh, my God. It was not that long ago. Anyway, it'll be, I'll do well, a Well, it was such bullshit that yeah, I didn't bullshit. even, yeah, it was you know. Bullshit. And Julie Swetnick was bullshit, too. I mean, she was like, uh, Kavanaugh was in gang rape rings in high school, but she yeah. later recanted. Yeah. Um, well, you know, it was Avenatti yeah. behind all that. Yeah, and now where is he? He's yeah. in jail. He's, he's in jail. Yeah, we're going to talk the a lot more. The New York more. Times is now a rape apologist publication. And you have a good column on yes. that today it's on Town It's a rape apologist publication with this, with this stuff that it – with this whole – I mean, for, first of all, they, they talked more about President Trump's alleged sexual misconduct in that article. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely ridiculous. Um, and we're going to talk more about Tara Reid, Biden, the New York Times, and everything that's going on here with these allegations yeah. more on Thursday. Yeah, we'll Thursday. have that at the beginning yeah. of the show. That sounds good. Uh, last but not least of the stupid news of the day, uh-huh. Steny Hoyer, the leader of the Democrats, said that, quote, quote, absent an emergency, the House is not expected to meet prior to Monday, May 4th. 
Absent, he did not say that. He said, absent of an emergency. Yeah, he said absent of an emergency. Oh my god, I couldn't believe this is your House Democrat majority, everybody. This this is the emergency to end all fucking emergencies, oh and he puts that in an email. God. And and this further underlines why we were talking about this, and many of other people have been talking about this. There needs to be a secure way for Congress to vote remotely. Yeah, we can't do this. We can't wait I mean, until absent May of 4th. an emergency. We had to pass a, a, the largest we're, economic bailout ever. Well, not only that, <laughs> not only that, we're now looking at needing to additional fund PPP because yeah. there's been so many handouts of loans, which yeah. is necessary, yeah. but also a phase four of yeah. stimulus. Stimulus. We need to look at funding hospitals. We need to look at funding potentially infrastructure jobs to boost the economy. Yeah. The hospitals, you know, and I yeah. read about this. I was surprised. I was like, what do you mean the hospitals are broke? Yeah. Well, they stopped doing all elective procedures. Yes. So the $80,000 knee surgery where they profit like 300%, yeah, not happening. It's gone, yeah. So that's an interesting aspect yeah. to it as well, that they're not doing these elective surgeries. And how many people are going to die because of not having elective surgery? Yeah. And they'll probably get tossed into the death total too. Yeah. Feel good story of yeah. the day here. So, a beer company, which is Coors Light, yeah. great company, great Crazy. American company. Yeah. Well, it's owned by not Americans, but you know, besides the point, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's every company nowadays. I was about nowadays. to say, wasn't there an ownership change? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's every company nowadays, you know. Um, but a 93 year old woman quarantined in her home yes. held up a sign for her neighbor saying, quote, I need more beer while holding a Coors Light can. Well, Coors saw that photo on social yes. media and decided to send the 93-year-old yeah. 150 cases of beer. And they Hang delivered on it. there, Grandma. They delivered it to her house. So that's, that's awesome. that should make you feel good. And uh, I love how last yeah. week the Surgeon General was like, people need to stop boozing yeah. so much. Yeah, and, uh, and, I, and then everyone's like, fuck yeah. off. <laughs> well, did you, did, apparently binge drinking is, a, is becoming a rising problem with people who are 65 and older. Yeah. Well, what else do you have <laughs> to do at this people point? People are boozing. That's, I love it. If people want to booze, let them booze. That's the last thing they have at this point, right? You know? my, my, actually, my sister texted me that story, and she's like, if, grandma, if our grandma was still alive, that would be her. I'm like, yeah, except she would be drinking Natty Light. My grandma, <laughs> natty natty light. Light. My grandma was a Natty What person. is she, a frat boy? Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, so thanks so much to all of our listeners for being with us. We love uh, doing these episodes for you. And uh, feel free to send us an email, triggered at townhall.com. Follow us on Twitter at triggeredthm. You can send us direct messages on there or to our personal Twitter accounts. Uh, of course, give us your five-star ratings and reviews. It helps us greatly in our podcast search rankings, especially on Apple in the uh, podcast app in iOS. I hope you have a great rest of your Tuesday, and we'll be back here on Thursday for another episode of Triggered. See you then.